0: topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 50 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Thank you for joining us for another edition of The 5 Show. And for me, the last edition of The 5 Show. I'm Jamie Rothschild, the host of the show, joined by Ed, our ever-patient producer. And as we do each and every week, I want to thank Bonneville for this time to support the Silent Witness program. It makes the community safer. If you want to learn more about Silent Witness, please check out silentwitness.org. If you have any information that will lead to a felony arrest a suspect who's wanted for a felony crime anywhere in the county, please contact Silent Witness. You will remain completely anonymous, and that information could get you cash. So thank you again to Bonneville. Thank you to Ed, our ever-patient producer. And if I don't say this a a hundred times before the end of this episode, uh, thank you to you, the listening audience. Seven years I've been able to, to, to host this show and bring... Amazing guests to talk about the men and women, not just of the community, but the men and women of law enforcement, who they are, what they do, and why they serve. And I just think personally that's so incredibly important to do because we have, we hire the most amazing people to do this job, people who believe in service and sacrifice and each and every day walk out of the house knowing that they are going out to make the community a better place. So to everyone who serves police, fire, EMS, or in any capacity, thank you for what you do speaking of service today i am honored to have i say this often but i i i i'm honored to say it one last time uh a friend of mine a dear friend of mine but somebody that i respect a ton sergeant tran from the phoenix police department who everyone just refers to as tran tran thanks for being here
1: Thank you, sir. I appreciate you, and those are very kind words, and I respect you, and I'm sorry that you're leaving and that this is your last episode.
0: Oh, I I haven't even begun with the kind words, so I'm going to put you on the spot. Thank you for saying that, by the way. So the reason that you're here, the reason I told you is uh, we want to talk about recruitment, and we do. We are absolutely going to talk about recruitment. Uh, But as I mentioned earlier, this career is defined by the men and women who do this job. And you're somebody that I had the opportunity to watch as you went from officer to sergeant. I watched how many people... Because of your leadership, because of your work ethic, because of how you treat people, so many people surrounded you and said, "Hey, uh, what we're you not even asking. Like, you need to promote. We need great leaders like you. And you have. And I wish I could put this into words. I wish everyone could meet you so they could see it. You have walked this balance between being humble and confident, but more importantly bringing that confidence to lift up those around you. Now, you served in the Marine Corps, and I would love to hear about what caused you to sign up for the Marine Corps, because I think it's made you an exceptional police officer, but it's made you an incredible leader. So why did you sign up for the Marine Corps? Ooh, rah. You, you totally put me on the spot. I appreciate the kind words.
1: Totally put me on the spot. Um, and our producer being a fellow Marine. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, sir. sir. Um, Semper Fi, brother. Rah, rah. <laughs> So you totally put me on the spot. Do I do I tell you the fake story? Or do I tell you the real story? <laughs> if, if,
0: if the real story can pass the headline test, we want to hear the real story. What drove you to to do that? Because you have always been known as an incredibly proud Marine, and those of us who work with you in the police department don't realize how decorated you are until we see the occasional snapshot on Facebook. What what caused you to stand in that line?
1: Well. Again, this is not not just because you're my friend, uh, Jamie. Um, it's folks like yourself who I wanted to emulate, uh, who provided that mentorship, that guidance. Um, they showed me, yourself, Chris Eric, Chris Moore, there's so many, De- Derek Elmore, so many great leaders in my life um, that have showed me what it was like to be a great leader, mentor, um, and, and basically... Uh, a father figure of how I should be and how I should act. Um, and I think many of that throughout my life uh, had a great impact on the career that I chose and then joined the Marine Corps. Um, for the longest time, uh, I followed, I attempted to follow in my uncle's uh, footsteps, who is uh, LAPD, uh, uh, actually is a sergeant right now. Uh, he's been doing a long time. Um, during that time, I worked for several different agencies um, as an explorer cadet and then um, eventually working for the marshal's department. Um, being a police officer is a goal that I have always had um, when I was younger, starting at the young age, 13, 14 years old, just watching my uncle and how he carried himself. Um, so, uh there was a gap between when I could be sworn and when I could not be. So at 18 years old, working for the uh, County marshal's department, I knew there was time that I had to, um, to, for lack of better words, uh, time to kill before I could be 21, before I could go to the Academy. Um, the real story is I was dating a girl at the time, um, who at the time I believed I was in love with. And she came home one day and was like, Hey, babe, I joined the Marine Corps. You should join the Marine Corps, too. You got time to kill. I think it aligns with your life. Um, one of the mentors that I had uh, during one of the police academies that I attended to was um, Corporal Rodriguez. I still remember him. Uh, absolute influential man in my life. Um, he was a Marine. He was a Vietnam Marine. Um, he is what you picture as a Marine. So it just kind of aligned with my life goals. And I saw this, this, uh, mentor of mine and I was like, well, yeah, sure. And the, the line that was given to me by the, uh, uh, former girlfriend was, we could travel the world together and then you could come back and be a police officer. So, uh, my, uh, happy butt went down to the recruiting station two weeks later on a bus and, um, uh, and then I, I joined the Marine Corps.
0: You said the age of 13, 14, but the way you carry yourself, both in the in the military world and the police world, it just seems like you were naturally destined to do this. Did you know before that, Was there an, when you saw that structure, you talk about your uncle, you talk about people in your life, were you always led that way?
1: No. Um, I originally, I remember being very young, I wanted to be uh, a pediatrician, like for some reason... Um, that was like a goal of mine. I wanted to help people in some way. Um, I saw how our pediatricians were with us, uh, very caring, very loving. Um, and they, they were fixers and I wanted to do that and make, um, basically at the time when I was younger, other children feel that way whenever they went into a doctor's office or a medical facility. Um, so that was my original route. Um, and as I grew, my grades weren't that great. Um, and then I realized that that was um not the path I wanted to do. I was a more i learned that I was more of a, like a kinesthetic learner um more of a hands on have to do something um kind of person so that's the route I ended up going
0: there seems to be a, well there's mm-hmm. absolutely a bond amongst marines, and so i'm I'm gonna ask Ed when we walked in, were you able to tell when seeing you saw tran was there something where you thought I'm not surprised to see that this guy's a marine I'm you, not really no. It's
1: not hard to tell. Right double dog? It's a ridiculous haircut, right? Unnecessary. Yep. <laughs> just the way we carry ourselves, right?
0: <laughs> and you know, Ed, I just want to really embarrass you publicly. We we hardly we never talk about your service in the Marine Corps and we definitely hardly ever talk about you other than Ed behind the mic. So, I've never taken the chance to tell you on air how much I appreciate you. You are one of the most patient, uh, capable, kind people, uh, a loyal friend. You have always worked with us on everything, so thank you for the years that you've put into making this. Uh, it probably seems like more than months or years uh, because we've asked so much of you, but I just want to take a chance to thank you in front of everybody, so truly, I appreciate you. Oh, Jamie, it's a labor of love. I look forward to every Tuesday when we tape this show. You do make it thank look you. easy. No, no, we appreciate it. Well, you. you make it look easy. I'll just push the buttons and <laughs> edit a few things. And then yell at us off the air. no. Trend, you haven't. have uh, you have this unique uh, job right now where you get to not only have pride in being a police officer in your military service, but now you get to go out and show other folks what a career in law enforcement is. It seems like kind of the best of both worlds. What what is the trend right now in in recruitment? What are we telling people? What's what's the goal? What are we? What what do you want people to know? I,
1: I think uh, the job itself, the career, the rewarding uh, part of the job has always been there. Uh, I think anybody who who's ever thought about being a police officer or wanted to be a police officer because they felt that compelled uh the compellingness of of a drawing force to want to help people come to the job and that in that aspect as far as policing is concerned, that hasn't changed um, so what we tell people if you thought about it, if you feel like you want to help the community, if you want to help uh, those around you to keep people safe and continue to do something that contributes uh, back to uh the community like this is the job for you just come and do it like and teamwork and teamwork is huge like that's what i learned from the marine corps that's that's why i think my transition from active duty uh being in the marines uh coming back from deployment and coming back to the and getting hired on with the department was an easy transition because the teamwork the the nobility the uh work ethic it was all the same The, the characteristics the the um the morals that we carry between the both the, the uh, DOD brand, um, the DOD and uh, law enforcement is the same. The want to help people, the, the, the meaningness to serve others is huge. And so when I came over from the Marine Corps, I was able to bring that over to the department and see the same camaraderie, the same friendships, the same, um, for lack of better words, battles that we were, we're fighting. Um, as 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 far as the being the thin blue line and keeping uh, bad from good,
0: you you have a, a gift, a natural bent towards developing teams. I've watched it. Uh, when I moved out here, ninety six, ninety seven, started doing this job. We were making about twelve dollars an hour, and I couldn't believe they'd even pay. To do this job it was the biggest blessing ever but since that time they've gotten tremendously competitive in terms of of raises so somebody's out there thinking well can i make a living as a police officer can you talk about what the potential for financial opportunities are
1: well absolutely we're at an ultimate high right now with the phoenix police department as far as our, our base uh max salary now is 105 it's uh unheard of we are now the highest paid in the state um that's not always the big draw to, to becoming a police officer. There's many other opportunities within the department that we offer that other agencies can't um, and or um, different jobs. There is no other job uh, when I speak to applicants who go to get degrees in certain things. There's no other job that you can come to and not do the job that you got hired for. And you can do other. Av- there's different avenues. There's 86 different positions within the department. So. If you can think of a crime, we have a, a position for it to investigate that. If you, you think of anything that involves a community, um, that involves policing, anything, any spectrum of the job that you would not think um, – you can do within the department. I don't know any other job where you can show up and go, okay, I want to, I got hired for this job, but now I can do other jobs as well.
0: You know, you mentioned that, that topped out pay and for an officer who's gotten the raises, you're absolutely right. That's just to show up. There's always overtime and other opportunities. So it can be substantially more. You are a hundred percent right. This is not something that people are motivated by money. We did. We do want them to know you can make a very good living doing this and we owe it to your families to make sure you can. Somebody might want to learn more about the department or testing or any of the cool things that you guys have created to get them through the process. How do they contact you? Where do they go for more information?
1: Yeah, like we we tell people to go to our website, it's joinphxpd.com, or they can email us at recruiting.ppd at phoenix.gov, and or they can call our recruiting line, which is um, 602 534-2677. Five three four two six seven seven.
0: 2677 Tran, thank you for what you do, how you lead, all the service in the Marine Corps and the police department, and uh, thank you for joining us today. I also know that you're, you're incredibly close to your family, so very quick question. What do you want your legacy to be? What do you want to be best remembered for?
1: That's a hard one, sir. I just want to be uh, a good
0: father, I guess. You already are. You already are, and you're a good friend, too, and I appreciate you very much. Uh, I do want to talk about, since we're talking about recruiting, uh, April would have been 26 years with the Phoenix Police Department. It seems like a blip. This is the best career I ever could have asked for. I just want to thank everyone in the community who's letting me serve. I have gotten to know and serve alongside some of the best men and women I would have ever. Uh, I didn't even know they were out there. They're so amazing in how much they give. Uh, if you want to be part of that, I promise you, you will have a rewarding career. It is. Uh, y- there are times where you can't believe that you get paid to go out and, and serve. And then there's other times that you see some things and you just think, man, i uh, I get a front row to the seat of life. Thank you for letting us be a part of your life. Thank you for making the community safer. Until next week, stay safe. You've been listening to 5 info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480 948 6377.